gentlemen, welcome, welcome to the No Cash, No Code podcast. I'm your commissioner, Andre Clark. It's game week 21. The last pod was covering 18 and 19, so I'll try and touch on game week 20. I am not joined by the historian or by the creator and founder of the pod, so I'll understand if you want to skip right now. If, however, like me, you need a pod to try and get your mind back into gear, then welcome, welcome, welcome. So let's start with a bit of recap, shall we? Let's see what was happening more about 200 Chelsea transfers ago. Just before Diaz became the modern-day Peter Odom Wingate, um, there was a long, long, long game week. It started with Liverpool versus Chelsea in the most boring nil-nil of all time. Uh, that was followed with Bournemouth and Nottingham Forest in a 1-1 that means nothing to fantasy football. Leicester 2, Brighton 2 meant that those who made the decision to go with Brighton despite the schedule coming up uh, felt good and the ward users felt bad as usual. Southampton versus Villa had a minimal effect on the league, as does West Ham and Everton. Goodbye, Frank. Crystal Palace nil, Newcastle nil, Trippier lots, uh, Leeds nil, Brentford nil in a game that I don't think anybody bothered to watch. And then let's get to the big ones. Man City three, Haaland, Haaland and Haaland versus Wolves. And then on Monday night, my time, Arsenal versus Manchester United. 3-2 in what is definitely going to be one of the most memorable games of the season. And then uh, some other team played against Fulham and beat them 1-0. So what did that mean to fantasy football? It meant points. Well done, everyone. Another proud commissioner as the spread between the league, between very good and very bad, was very small. There are a few that need mentioning at the top of the league for their fantastic performances. So honourable mentions go out to Dylan, Corky, Kane, Everett, Jeff Moy and Elijah for all being in the 80s club. But there were three that really stood out. Uh, Luke Danes with 87 points, thanks to his double Newcastle defence and Kepa. Uh, and then we have Bob with 87 a unique set of players here with uh, Edison, very nice, a niche Thiago Silva. And he managed 87 with Darwin only getting one point. But team of the week is easy. 89 points without any chips whatsoever. Take a bow, Steve Suckling. The forward line that many are going to have soon, Haaland and Ketia and Harry, um, two of their own there, plus the um, machine that is Haaland. A midfield with lots of lots of finesse in there with... Uh, Odegaard and Mares, no hint of a Sala or a KDB around these parts. Double Newcastle defence, solid squad that's sending Steve flying up the table. So that's the teams. Those are those who got it all right. Who got the individual calls right? Well, the reason there's not much of a difference in the league is because there's not much of a difference in the teams. You know the usual rules, the Tom Maxwell uh, factor that no more than one player can be, uh, sorry, no player can be owned by more than one person really made this quite a deep dive search. Raya, the keeper with 10 points, was my early shout, a scout through the league, only two owners, Ade and Tom Everett. Ade also earns Allison. For those who remember one of the all-time podcasts, Goalkeeper Woes, Ade loves a bit of two-goalkeeper action. Allison scored nine, Raya scored 10. There's really nothing to choose between them. Unfortunately for this podcaster, Ade chose Raya, meaning there are two owners of Raya, so there is no chance of that being the pick of the week. But to be honest, I said I did the work. 
there was one that jumped out. The first name that I checked to see who made the decision, the correct decision to go with him. The boy's on form. He can't stop scoring. His name is Matoma. He's got 10 points that week and he's only owned by one person. That's going to change, obviously. But Dylan brought him in just in time. 10 points, taking Dylan to 83 on the week. So congratulations you, Dylan, on pick of the week. Shout out to transfer of the week. Um, this was a contender, the pick of the week overall. Uh, but Phil Pemberton got rid of Foden and Martial. He brought in Bruno and, Bruno and Inketia for a plus 14. That's a pat on the back, but also a chance for me to segue. Phil, apologies for not bringing this up sooner. Our first pod after a hiatus, you were the first name on the team sheet in terms of chat that we needed to have. Let's cast our minds back. I believe the week is 17. Game week 17, we are all getting back into the action with Infinite Transfers, the first ever free free start uh, to play post-World Cup, a wild card as it, as it would be, uh, for absolutely no effort. Never seen that one before. Not for Phil. Phil decided he wanted to play a free hit in Game Week 17. Was that a tactical masterstroke because he was so happy with his team anyway? Did he not understand the rules? You can decide, listener. But uh, yeah, Phil still hovering around mid-table. Let's see if he regrets that as we get into chip season soon. All right. That was a little bit painful, I believe, for Phil. I don't think it was intentional. So that's a segue into the hurt of the week. The scores were close. 89 at the top. Almost everybody scored at least 70. So 19 point spread across the vast majority of the league. It's getting really hard to get up there for those of us who are languishing at the bottom of the table. Um, but those <laughs> joining me down there, there were six teams that scored under 70 points. One, two, three, Four of them did it to themselves. Ali, Mark Dash, Rob, Anthony, they all decided to vice-captain Haaland for his hat-trick. It's always going to be downhill from there. Um, so unfortunate for all of those guys, but with four of you, I won't give you the Hurt Award. Special mention to Will Brooks, Singapore's own Will Brooks this week. Uh, Broxy decided also to captain... Uh, Broxy also scored less than 70 points, even though he did captain Haaland. That is quite impressive. But the hurt is going to go to people trading out defenders for the week. A lot of defenders were shuffled. My two favourite ones, Noel Marshall, finally gets rid of Cucurella, brings in Shaw. Shaw, zero points. Cucurella, six. That's going to sting. But when it comes to transfers, there is only one. His name is Yanis. He was almost pick of the week as the only Stones owner. Stones getting eight points. But when I went to check to make sure that had happened, of course, he'd remove Stones because Stones is far from guaranteed. He brought in Ake, Pep Roulette, obviously is Pep Roulette for a reason. Ake, one point. Um, Stones, eight points. That leaves him on a minus seven. That's the worst transfer of the week. Unlucky to you, sir. All right. Why are we here? Why did this um, particular pod have to come out? Well, game week 21 was an important one. But before I tell you why, let's cast our minds back to game week 20. There was a story in Game Week 20. Game Week 20 was the first real showing of triple captains. Surprisingly, only three people went for the Haaland uh, two-game, double-game week triple captain, and they well, were left to rue the decision. One man didn't captain Haaland. Most did. One man vice-captained Haaland and actually captained a differential. Wasn't Rashford, which heard a few captains. No, no, no. Mr. Isaac, when others zig, Elijah himself, captained Bruno. 
Bruno of Team of the Week, Game Week 20. Bruno, most transferred in this week. I myself am trying to work out, do I do the KDB to Bruno shuffle? Do I drop Martial? Anyway, over to my man, Elijah. He captained Bruno. Bruno was the leading scorer of the week with 19 points. Uh, he even had time to bench another Team of the Week player in his squad in Ramsdale. Elijah scored a whopping 96 points in game week 20. Why are we talking about game week 20? Because that put him to the top of the charts for manager of the month going into game week 21. Could Elijah hold on? I've given you some gaudy scores. There's 89s, there's 87s. Of those who are really paying attention, I also gave Elijah's name out at the start. He's in the 80 club. He was the fifth highest score in the week. It was enough to hold on. We have seen Elijah win a manager of the month. We have seen a Mark Dash win a manager of the month. Pull your finger out, everyone else. <laughs> Congratulations. That's why we have management in the first place. Fantastic stuff, Elijah. Well done, you. So what does all that mean to the, well, bottom of the table? It means Elijah is well clear of relegation in 29th. Hugo at the very bottom. The Dash brothers vying to see which one of them can go down first in 34th and 33rd. Aaron Mack surprisingly down there. We're expecting to see an uptick in form there. Anthony, newest person to the league, really not justifying his place right now in 31st place. And then we have Noel, Elijah and Yanis. The rest, well, there's mid-table obscurity. Let's make our way to the top of the table. What's going on here? Bob, 87 last week. Top of the table. Really, really putting in that work. Overtaking Ricky Singh with quite a huge score comparative to Ricky's 72. Stephen Hill, still there or thereabouts, as you expect him to be. He's in third place. Runaway start of the season leader, Jamie, is defying me by still being top four with a massive 82. Ali Maxwell continues to fall with 58 points. Steve makes it into the Champions League, chasing places with his 89. And then Dylan, uh, Dylan also gets a mention for his 83, putting him up to seventh place. Um, is Harry going to be Rookie of the Year here with his 77 and eighth place overall? Let's see. And then we start getting into the names we all know and love. Freddie, Damien, Jeff, and Pod's very own top, Todd Maxwell in 12th place. Uh, Smug Nevin, winner of two Manager of the Months, is still in 13th place. And now we are back into mid-table obscurity, so your name's not getting called out. Good luck, everyone. Transfers to be made. I've got some tinkering to do. I will see you later.